Welcome to the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Quinn, and I am a mom on a mission to help you launch, grow, and scale a profitable freelance business from home. Join me each week for tangible business advice along with inspiring interviews, all designed to help you mom strong, work smart, and live free. If you are loving this podcast, finding yourself motivated or inspired, learning something new, or just a fan of the show, do me a favor and help me spread the message. Screenshot the episode, add it to your Insta stories, and tag me at Michaela.Quinn. Every share helps me reach more and more moms, and I may just share your share and feature you in my Insta stories too, because together we can take over the world. All right, mama, it's time. Grab your coffee, water, or wine, because we are starting. Hey guys, happy Monday. I hope you had a great weekend and are ready to dive in for another week. I can't believe it's the last week of June. This summer, I don't know about you, but this summer is flying by. Charlie's already seven and a half weeks old. Next week is the 4th of July, which back when I was teaching marked the beginning of the end of summer for me. It was time to start prepping for back to school. And the last week in July was always a summer camp I helped out with. And then we started back that first week in August. So 4th of July was basically like summer's over, but not yet, but it's over. (laughs) And I'm always reflecting and thinking about how different bringing home baby George, baby Thomas, baby Caroline, and now baby Charlie was compared to McLaren. McLaren just turned seven. For those of you who don't know, she was my first babe. She was the one that inspired me to dream bigger, to not settle, and to find a solution that would allow me to be home, but still bring in an income. Anyways, when she was a baby, I had that traditional maternity leave and had to go back to work when she was just a few weeks old. And it literally sucked. It was the worst. Everyone told me it would get better. I'd get used to it, but I didn't want to, and it didn't. And today, I just wanted to reach out and talk to those of you that are in this place Maybe you don't have a newborn and you aren't being forced back from maternity leave against your will, but something within your life just isn't fully right. Whether you are stressed about finances and need supplemental income right now, groceries, gas, and everything else is just crazy expensive, or you're looking to replace your income, you want that flexibility and freedom that freelancing provides. Or maybe it's something in between, but you haven't taken action yet. That's the key. You want this, but you haven't taken action yet. I'm talking to you. You can start a profitable freelance business no matter what your current skill set is or what your experience is. You can, and I can help. The Live Free Academy is the ultimate program that combines the business building plan plus freelance skills training component and has the support and mentorship to help you make it happen. If you are committed to making freelance work for you, but you're stuck on what to do or how to do it, check out the Academy and enroll today, michaelaquinn.com forward slash academy. Now, if you're someone who is on the edge, you haven't signed up, you haven't fully committed, it's likely there are probably these fears and what ifs swirling around in your head. I remember those. I call it the what if downward spiral. A book I read to my kids to help calm their worries and anxieties and to talk to them about not letting those worries prevent them from doing the things they want is called Don't Feed the Worry Bug. This past year, McLaren struggled sometimes with going to school and not knowing how to handle certain situations. There was a girl that was mean to her that sat by her, a friend that didn't want to play with her at recess and other unknowns that would pop up. Like one day a teacher threatened to give the whole row 
a lap at recess if everyone in the row didn't pick up their trash. And like that stressed her out to no end. I know something was wrong with her because as it became nighttime after dinner, we'd start to wrap up, start to get ready for bed. She'd start to tell me her stomach hurt. She can't go to school. I would press and, you know, eventually I noticed this was a pattern. And I found out that there was always a worry, an underlying worry that was preventing her from being excited about going back to school, which she loved. Every day I picked her up, she would run and be like, I have the best day ever. But it was always that what if worry. What if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens? What if so-and-so does this? And when she started to focus on that, she would just spiral into a downward a downward spiral of doom and it would just feed and feed and consume her. What helped her and what also helps me because <laughs> she probably gets this from me is number one, first reminding myself and teaching her to remind herself that this isn't a problem yet. This hasn't happened yet. And it may not even happen. I'm just psyching myself out in my head. But that wasn't always enough to calm my personal anxieties and fears. And it wasn't enough to calm McLaren's. So the one thing that helped me and one thing that helped her was having a plan. She'd share with me what her worry was, and we would make a plan of how she would respond or handle that situation. And we'd rehearse and practice and talk through it some more so she would be prepared for the worst case scenario. Lucky enough, this worked. Now, I should add, I'm no trained psychologist or therapist. I'm just a mom who struggles with worries and anxieties too, sharing with my daughter and now you what worked for me to not let those worries and fears, the downward spiral of doom, the what if spiral of doom, hold me back from going after what I wanted. In my case, and probably your case, starting a freelance business. Now, I know a big worry for a lot of people on this stage of wanting to start freelancing, but stuck in indecision is the fact of what if this doesn't work out? And one of the things that comes up when I'm talking to people is, well, I'm a beginner. Who's going to hire me? There's this There's this fear of not having any experience and no one hiring you and it not working out because you have no experience. So I wanted to address this because just about everyone I work with and have helped start their freelance business was a beginner too, and or started out freelancing in a totally unrelated field to what they went to college for. Just because you are new or a beginner does not mean you can't do this. Now I'm going to repeat that. Just because you are new or a beginner does not mean you can't do this. We all start somewhere. So in today's episode, I want to give you some tools to have in your toolbox if that, what if I'm a beginner, no one's going to hire me fear keeps coming up in your head so that you can, number one, see that there is a need for freelance beginners and two, to have that plan to help you, you know, when and if you face this, this issue, once you get started, how to handle that. So you can move forward with confidence and ease, knowing that no, you know, it's not going to be an easy journey by any means. It's not going to be a, a journey and a process without challenges and roadblocks, but that you can move forward knowing you have the toolkits to succeed. And students in the Live Free Academy, you have me in your back pocket to help answer those questions. If something comes up that you aren't prepared for, you can bring it to me on a coaching call. You can post in the Facebook group and get almost to the immediate support from the other members in the community. So let's go back to having a plan. Because if I can show you that beginners are hired, that you might be a little more at ease, but then you still need to have that plan like McLaren and I did prepping for that worst case scenario. So when a potential client asks you, you know, worst case scenario, someone 
you, you do get started. Someone asks, what's your experience and you're a beginner? We can have that plan for how you can move forward. So firstly, there is a need for freelance beginners. There is a need for experienced freelancers. And there is a need for expert freelancers. But there is a need for freelance beginners. Every week I show you this. In my Instagram stories on Fridays, we share job leads that have come to the Live Free Academy that week. And we ask these potential clients, are you looking for a beginner? And a lot of people say, yes, I would prefer that. Or yes, if they have the right attitude or quick learners, or even just yes. And the reason these people, I think you need to understand why they're open to beginners. And it's actually twofold. Number one, they're open to beginners, most likely because of their budget. Typically a beginner, someone who is still learning is in the early stages of launching their freelance business is a more cost-friendly way for someone to start outsourcing or for someone to delegate. A beginner is going to charge less than, say, an expert. That's, that's just the way it is. Now, the other reason people are open to beginners is personality. Having a certain skill set isn't everything. Skills can be learned. Who someone is, passion, that can't be learned. So a lot of business owners subscribe to that, to that belief, and I fully do. And some roles, I would even argue almost all roles, would be better served by someone with the right personality for a business owner and passion for the business than an expert on the matter. Expert doesn't always mean better, especially if there's some sort of, if there's a lack of some sort of connection or tied to the product, service, or business. For example, I've worked with some so-called experts in the past, top of the line, the internet marketers, supposed to be the best, promise all these things, these amazing results. I believe because they were men, no kids yet, they didn't quite connect to my audience the way they feel. And therefore, the results, the copy, the graphics, the messaging that they created was so-so. Sure, they knew the best strategies, but it lacked a human component and an authentically me component that when I hire women from my program who are beginners, they live, they breathe that, they know that. It's them. So that is such a, a huge value add that beginners can bring that sometimes the most experienced person can't. And so when you think about getting started, what do you have a lot of knowledge in? What do you have a lot of experience in? I've talked with a couple people recently who are currently real estate agents and they're kind of wanting to break free from that. And so we were talking about getting started. You know, they could get started as a freelancer, either doing virtual assistant or them. They were sick of the like in person client showings and that sort of stuff. They loved the back end side. So we talked about how, you know, they have that in depth understanding of the real estate industry and they like that back end side. There's people who are opposite of them who hate that back end side, love the in person, love the showings. And so they could kind of find and connect to those people and work with them because they understand that industry, huge value add, even though they're beginning, they're beginning in the freelance industry. Or maybe even you just, maybe you're a frequent mover and you know, you've gone through the real estate process and buying a house process a ton. And you know, you fall into the real estate agent's ideal client avatar. Like that is a huge value add. Or maybe we've seen a lot of companies want to hire former nurses, a lot of companies in the medical industry, whether it's therapists or solo practitioners or medical companies, they're looking for former nurses or former people with medical knowledge to write content, to 
do customer service, to do insurance and billing virtually. Now, you might not have direct experience in content marketing, content writing, but you do have that knowledge of medicine and and the nursing field. And because you have that background, that is far more valuable than the most expert writer. Because maybe that most expert writer doesn't have that knowledge of the medical field. They don't get the, the medical jargon that the client needs for their pieces to connect with their ideal audience. So there's lots of ways that being a beginner can work to your advantage. And a lot of reasons why business owners are open and do hire beginners. I hope that puts you at ease of there are opportunities for a beginner. That's not going to hold you back. The only thing that's going to hold you back is you. But I also know that that might not be enough, but okay, Michaela, so I do get started as a beginner. I'm, I, I start putting myself out there, but what am I going to do when someone asks me, what's your experience? So even though you are a beginner and you know that people hire beginners and you're talking to potential clients that say they're open to working with beginners, you still need to be prepared to answer and knock out of the park the what's your experience question. Now, answering this question had me stuck for so long when I was trying to land my first client. Potential clients would ask me, what's your experience with social media? What's your experience with copywriting? What's your experience with online courses? My initial answer that got me zero clients was, I don't have any, but I'm a fast learner. And it didn't matter how energetic, how positive, how excited I came across in that answer and you know that conversation. It cost me clients. But instead of giving up and throwing in the towel, I reflected and realized that this was my area to fix and improve. And once I did, I landed my first client. So you can learn from my mistake and not go through months of rejection and implement this fix now for your next discovery call. Or use this if your fear is, what if I'm a beginner to take action and get started anyway? Because there are clients out there wanting to work with you. So how do you answer this question when the confidence of your potential client and land the bid, even though you don't have experience? First, you have to be honest. Now, I don't have any direct experience with social media, but, and here's where I went wrong, you want to say, but I do have, and instead of just saying, I'm a fast learner and leaving it at that, paint a picture for the potential client, highlighting what experience and strengths you do have that will make you perfect for this role. For example, When I implemented this change, I landed my first client. It's a $20 an hour, 20 hours a month gig. And I was so ecstatic. I thought I hit the lottery. Now, preparing for this call, I was pretty darn sure she was going to ask me what my experience was with social media. And I wasn't going to fall into the same trap before. How did I know? Well, on the discovery call form, she indicated she wanted a virtual assistant that could help with social. So I put two and two together after being on So many calls of people who said, I'm looking for someone who can help out with this. And on the call, they would say, hey, so what's your experience? And I would say, none, but I'm a fast learner and I would never land the client. So what did I change? I went into this call with a plan of how I would answer this question. I wrote the question out, what's your experience with social media? I typed out my response and I practiced it. And I landed that client on the call. She asked me, what's your experience with social media? Like I knew she would like I had prepared and planned for. My answer was along the lines of, I don't have any social media experience as a business owner, to be honest. But one of my greatest strengths as a classroom teacher is my ability to get my students talking about ancient literature and engaging in conversations with their peers on the topics and themes in the literature. 
at the bare bone, social media is all about starting the conversation. If I can get my sophomores in high school talking about Beowulf, the Iliad, the Odyssey, Macbeth, I can get your audience talking about whatever it is you want them to be. Conversations and creativity, that is my strength. And I can bring that strength to your business. And as your social media manager, help you build engagement and conversations with your audience. Boom, client landed, deal sealed. So how do you beat the what's your experience question when you have none? You answer honestly. And then you say, but, and highlight the experience and strengths you do have that ties to what the business owner wants and is looking for. A bonus tip for this, use the language and phrases they use in the discovery call back to them. It's important though that you always be honest. You don't exaggerate your abilities. And please know that examples and concrete details go a long way than generalized, I'm a fast learner statements. You need to paint the picture. Show, don't just tell. You've got this. You can start a profitable freelance business no matter what your current skill set is or what your experience is. You can and I can help. Don't forget, if you are committed to making this work but stuck on what to do or how to do it, check out the Live Free Academy and enroll today. The Live Free Academy is going to be the ultimate program that combines both the business building plan and the freelance skills training component, plus support and mentorship to help you make this happen. Thanks for hanging out with me. If you have any questions you want to chat through enrolling in the program, don't be a stranger. Don't hesitate to reach out to me via Instagram at Michaela.Quinn or via email, hello at MichaelaQuinn.com. Now, just because the episode is over doesn't mean the knowledge party has to stop. Come hang out with me and thousands of other mamas in my free Facebook group. Just search Facebook for the Live Free Podcast Mastermind with Michaela Quinn or go to the show notes. We have it linked there. And make sure you answer the questions so our gatekeeper knows that you want in. And don't forget, sharing is caring. If you are loving this podcast, please take a moment to share it with your friends. But make sure you tag me at Michaela.Quinn on Instagram and at Michaela Quinn on Facebook. See you next week.